Pod Mod Bods. Welcome back to part two with Div Kid. Um, I hope if if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you probably actually don't need to listen in order. But this is the second half of our conversation, so uh, please go back and check that out if you haven't. Um, before we get into this, just a reminder that Lemon Jaya's EP is out on uh, my label, Self Center Records. Uh, go to selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com to check that out. Uh, three awesome songs, three bucks. Uh, highly recommend it, obviously. Um, also, thank you to all the Patreon subscribers out there. You guys are helping so much. And uh, I got some new cool donor tiers up there if you want to submit some adjectives and nouns for me to make a patch and then film it and then give you a shout out on instagram or youtube yeah let's do it and if you have any other ideas of what would be cool for a donor tier let's say you want to help out but none of those look that appealing let me know i uh, i want this to be an open source thing um but yeah thank you to everybody who's helping out and if you would like to patreon.com forward slash modular modcast also, this just in, Self Center Records is working with Modular on the Spot Seattle to release uh, two cassettes, an EP, and a full length of some performances for Modular on the Spot Seattle over the last year or so. So head to selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com and uh, get yourself a download or order yourself a cassette. That's pretty exciting. Had a lot of fun at the uh, KEXP event. Um, with the Living Computers Museum. It was uh, Waveforms, Music and Technology. Uh, I was there with the Patchworks Synth Petting Zoo. So if you were there and stopped by and said hi, uh, I appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. I got to tell you guys, I am coming down to the wire here. Less than two weeks, I'm getting married. So I'm going to do my best to get you guys episodes on time and weekly. Um, but I just want to forewarn you that it's getting a little crazy and I just got really sick. So this episode was actually late. Um, so I'm really sorry, but come October, we're going to be back to normal. No late episodes, blah, blah, blah. And real quick, want to thank Mark Abel for sending uh, this track in uh, featuring Linda Buckley. It's from his upcoming album called Sport, and that will be uh, on Ingrown Records. So check that out. And uh, if you guys have some stuff you want to send in for me to play, uh, please do. Podmodcast at gmail.com. All right. And as I said, with the wedding coming up and everything, um, it's just getting harder and harder to do this, but uh, I'm still going to try to bring you guys some cool demos. I spent a night at my parents' house a few weekends ago just recording a bunch of stuff. So what you're about to hear is a drum beat that I made with all of the recovery effects and all of the AI synthesis stuff. Um, I can't tell you exactly how I used it because I just recorded a bunch of them, but it sounds pretty cool. And until September 30th, if you go to Recovery Effects uh, online store and buy any of their modules and enter PodMod20 at uh, checkout, you will get 20% off your module. Okay, let's get into this uh, this little patch that I made, and then we'll uh, get into part two with Ben Divkid. Awesome. Thank you.
want to share this kind of passion and the learning and I didn't you know the earlier demos aren't as good for many ways my skill and experience level was minimal both the filming and everything else but also the use of the modules when I had 10 modules I maybe didn't have the experience to properly exploit a module in the way that I do now um, but the intent's still the same I want people to know what the gear does and how to use it and offer some musical examples that may be apt for anyone you know I had a guy the other day saying that you've you know you've had a lot of beats in your videos recently and I'm doing more ambient stuff so well the, the demos are good I just can't I can't hear how I would use it in my music. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'll try and get some of that into my kind of repertoire of examples. Or um, And the, the examples change per video. I don't have a kind of preset script of, oh, well, this is a filter. So I've got to do these five things and that's the video done. Um, but the kind of workings of it, I guess after a year or maybe two, I was working with a, a good large list of companies sending stuff. And that, that turned from me buying gear to I would make a video for the gear. Send me a module for free, I'll make you a video for free. Like a kind of skill swap. Mm -hmm. As I started buying more camera equipment and dedicating more time to it, um, I started to try and get financial compensation for the time. Um, mm -hmm. And like I said, it's as well as the teaching jobs that I have, it's a good chunk of my income. Um, the thing that I'm really happy with... and. I don't think I see much of this because I, I think people trust me and I've been part of the scene enough that maybe that's why my influence is strong or whatever, and I, but I'm not trying to influence. I think people maybe trust me enough that I don't get these questions, but I certainly see it with... I think, I think that comes... Sorry to interrupt no. you, but that's something I wanted to hit on. That's something that comes across in your videos and I think that is part of why people trust you and why people come to you yeah. is because... I don't I don't go to your page on YouTube to see what module am I buying, you know? I'm like what can these modules do, you know? And and I think that it just it just seems very apparent that one that you you're doing demos for stuff that you like. I think if somebody sent you something and you you like hated it, you probably wouldn't I mean, I, I I don't know, and you don't have to answer. No, that. that's a point to come back um, to as well. But yeah, I, over, what I was going to say is, other channels, maybe more wider general music tech channels, they'll occasionally get a comment like, "Hey man, this company must have paid you to do this demo. You should tell us if it's sponsored." And it's like, you know, that I almost feel bad bringing this up because it's like opening up a can of worms. But I I know for a fact that you or no one listening could find the video that I've been paid the most amount of money to do. And I, I Oh, totally. And I know yeah. that you could find a video that go, Manny put hours into that one. That's the one. They they must have paid him a lot for him to do that. And I might have done that one for free just because I was like, I've got this video. Or I've got this <laughs> module and I want people to know about it. And I'll still do stuff like that. You know, if I've got something here and I really just, I, you know, I want to share something or a patch or a specific tip or a, just a specific module. I'm like, more, more people should know about this. And I think, so this is something that I, I've just listening to podcasts and kind of just, and, and not, you know, comedy podcasts, music podcasts, whatever, um, or just reading history about great inventors or anything. Like people who do, like you put so much work and so much time into what you're doing. It's very clear that, it's 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 something that's driving you it's a passion yeah it's, you're not doing this because you're like i need to you know make rent next month so i better like start hitting up some of these bigger companies that's that yeah it's so it's so apparent 
And like the amount you were, you're talking about putting in 12 hour days and going in before work to work on stuff and then staying late to work on stuff like, and that was before you were making any money. You were actually mm. paying to do it. Yeah. And I think that there's, there's a, there's a, like a genuine honesty about something like that, that, that comes across, whether it's an album you're listening to or um, like any form of art, I feel like that. I don't know, people who, who like, and people can spot that. I don't know how I, it is, but people can spot that. It's nice. That, I mean, it's always nice to hear. And I, I think I've, I've heard it a little bit recently in a few conversations that, that that is, I was talking to a few other kind of bigger YouTubers or creators or influencers or whatever you want to call them. And I never set out to be a YouTuber or, I, you know, I've got some stuff coming with a, a non-modular company and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to sidestep my channel. I'm interested in how other things can integrate. Um, you know, and I was talking to one very big music company that want me to do things. And I was like, look, if I make a video, I'm just going to look like a sellout. And that isn't because personally, I'm not interested in it. I still make music without a modular and I'm still interested in other things. I still play guitar. I still teach drums and guitar. But it's like, if I just put a video of this product on, it's going to look like I'm selling out. So I'm, I'm well aware of kind of, well, I like to try and be aware of the kind of public perception of it and the direction that it goes and, and how the kind of pathways that I go down change over time. And that's because that core message is still the same. It's true to why I started doing it. Um, and it's, it's mm-hmm. why I maybe could leave a bit more of the kind of day job work, the, the school and college teaching. Um, and every time the new academic year rolls around, I'm like, should I try and lose another day? Can I miss this job? <laughs> and, and maybe I could, uh-huh. but like you said, I don't want to be in a position where this is all I do. You know, th- that sounds like the dream job, but if that's all I do and I'm like, we can't afford rent, this month i better like you did the exact thing you said i better get some emails sent out and try and get paid to do some work because then i'm just Mm going to rush it and it's not again it isn't to say the videos the the best that they can be or that i'm the best at it or any of that stuff but just for me if i start rushing it i'm not going to enjoy it the videos are going to suffer i don't want Mm -hmm. to be in that position Um, i'm lucky right that it's a, a good part of my income and i've left a risky amount of work potentially considering I have a house and a kid but <laughs> I don't want to just do this day in day out it's also to be honest quite a lonely job this this came up among some manufacturers and case builders recently and I won't go too deep into it but me doing a video means me sitting in a room in silence with headphones on for a long long time <laughs> Yeah. It's a fairly lonely job. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> I mean, I can I can relate but I also like I know that adding the video component is so much bigger than what I'm doing. But like I, I do, I do demos for the show. And then, so you hear the hour or so talk that I'm doing, but then add six to eight hours oh, yeah. on top of same thing of me just kind of, so I, I, I can relate, but, um, well, just the going back also, and think, forth, just thinking, and it isn't uh-huh. to say, you know, you haven't said to me, Oh man, it's been a real drag getting this organized with you. You know, the, there isn't that feeling <laughs> at all. And there isn't that feeling from me, but when you start thinking of it, you know, as work, we have both put quite a bit of time into just backing forth on Twitter and going back to our schedules and speaking to our partners about what's happening that uh-huh. weekend. And it, it, it's a long time. Um, and there's a ton of that. Yeah. The admin side of doing what I'm doing is a real pain in the ass. <laughs> I can't even imagine how much time it, you put it. That's because that was something that 
just based off of everything that I just talked about of, uh, you know, how long it takes me to do an episode, that was one of my more interest, like one of the things I was more interested in hearing from you was just how much time, I mean, you've been doing it a while and you said you got faster, but the average video, what kind of, what kind of hours are we talking about? Like for one, one of your average videos? Um, I mean, if someone comes and says, will you demo this basic fit? Like, you know, it's a super basic low pass filter or something. I can plug it in and turn the camera on straight away. So that... Okay. Because, you know, it's just a filter. It's like if there's nothing on spec or nothing they've said that is any different or someone's like, here's a single channel VCA, it's really clean. It's not that exciting, but I'd like more people to know about it and maybe you can find some cool VCA patches to show people. That's going to be fairly quick because there's nothing... Well, not quick is relative. In terms of the video, you're still looking at a, a day or more. And a long day as well. Um, I've done videos in a day that I'm quite proud of, but it has been been waking up, woken up really early by the baby, working all day, not speaking to them, uh, my partner and the baby downstairs, while I maybe just quickly get some coffee down and some toast in the middle of the day, and then come back up here, quite rudely come back up after dinner and just work all night <laughs> till they're then asleep. So it can be done in a day, but if it's... There's a lot of testing goes on behind the scenes. Um, yeah. I can put 30, 40 hours into testing, depending on how early I get it. I'm not doing that for most things. I'm not putting a week of time into testing, but some things I get a long time in advance, or there'll be emails back and forth for three months before I get a, a prototype. And then, and you know, none of that time is in any way covered and you you kind of look at oh well maybe they'll pay me a bit to do this demo and it's like well if i was working it's not minimum wage for the hours for the most part it's you know and i'm not going to go into the actual numbers but it, it it can be quite nice sometimes but it's it's a long time so i could do it in a day most of them are a few days um and i have a few days in the week where i'm not anywhere else and it's kind of like my phone's on silent all day my partner's well aware she's not going to see me at all um and I might just try and get through it. Um, but I'll have been playing yeah, with I'll it for a while beforehand, even those simple things. It's like the first question I've always got with people is, can this publicly be seen? Say a new oscillator comes in, the new Danny Sound oscillators are here at the minute, and I use those in the Duranalog filter demo. And it was Steve at Funk that's, that's um, asked me to do those videos. And straight away I was like, uh -huh. can I put it in that case? Because I have a case under the desk that, I just keep well away from any kind of camera so accidents don't happen with new stuff. And he was like, oh, yeah, they're out. People have seen them at Superbooth. They're already in the shop, but I don't want a video for, you know, till the end of September or whenever that's coming. So it's there and I'm using it. And that's where a lot of the learning comes from. You know, I've got a filter to demo, but maybe I can use these other new oscillators so that I've got a bit more time on them Oh, I see. Yeah, that's, that's a good... Before... Yeah, it's funny. You, you find ways to, like... Uh, you're just streamlining your whole process. Yeah, um, and that's a more recent thing. I mean, my case kind of personally is all over the place. cases, they're all over the place. Um, I grabbed a second um, Mordax data recently because I use them in every mm -hmm. demo. I was like, I need more than one area that I can demo stuff in so that when something comes in and I go, <laughs> right, I need to pull out 18 HP, there's a couple of places I can do it. I know people that maybe approach this in a in a more organized way than me, like Chris Meyer of Learning Modular, who makes a lot of great content. He's got a Tix U case that is like the demo rig. And I've tried that mm -hmm. and that kind of doesn't work 
as for me maybe it's the volume that i'm doing and the amount that i'm having i would have to change that single case um yeah i'd I'd imagine the with the like you just said the volume the volume of the the stuff that you're doing the content that you're putting out and the imagine the amount of stuff that i imagine you get sent you would need four walls in a big room probably (laughs) you know so i I think that's that's just part of the cross you have to bear is is just you're gonna have to rearrange i'm sure i'm sure you're probably the fastest at pulling out and putting modules into a case oh yeah i'm I'm lucky i've not blown anything as well fingers crossed oh i've been really lucky with that i might have blown something when i was getting into it you know we all make mistakes but not recently in terms of pulling stuff out for video um yeah the volume of content and again i I don't want to present too many rabbit holes for us to jump down and, and blast you know four four episodes worth of content out the volume <laughs> but the volume thing someone asked me like man where do you find the time to do all this and, and and it's like well i still don't mind working like i do because it's covering things that are happening and it's almost like the scene's moving so fast so much stuff's coming out that so much of it might get missed and I don't want anybody's yes. good work to not mm-hmm. see. It's a bit like the, the general releasing music. There's so much good stuff out there and a lot of bad stuff in any given style as well that it's all just this big swamp of content that you can't see through and it's hard to find new and interesting things sometimes. Um, and modulars may be getting a bit like that as it's more saturated, that there is a lot of stuff coming out. Um, and you know companies aren't in positions to make demos themselves a lot of them aren't Um, Mm -hmm. well so many of these companies are run by one person I know a lot of the American companies it's one person who has a day job I have a couple friends that do that Mm. and yeah just this the resources at their disposal just and the time is is not enough to reach the audience you know and they could have they could have an amazing module a lot they all do all these people I know have have amazing products Um, but yeah, it's like that it's, you're, you're like, it's, you're like a great pillar of this community with that aspect and we all thank you for it. Um, because so many things could go missed. So I I love that that's like something that drives you again. It it speaks to that, that, that passion that you're, that's back. And the passions, the passions kind of still, I had a friend say, look, when are you going to slow down? And and I said, well, I, I don't plan on doing, and not yet, for a few reasons that I'm still learning, and I, that learning is such a driving force, and why I find a lot of this stuff exciting. Someone will do something different, and I love it when I get something in, and I'm like, I don't think this is working, or I'm not, you know, I'm struggling with this, and like, oh, try doing this with it, and you're like, oh man, this is crazy, and then you're off down this rabbit hole of just enjoying the module or the music or whatever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. and I just that's a big driving factor but the community was so good to me getting into it at the time you know I asked when anytime anyone sends me a question with an automatic apology of really sorry for the newbie question but could you help me with this and I'm always <laughs> like I, uh-huh. I asked all those questions um, yeah you know and, and I was fortunate to come into this of a point of doing quite uh, have, having done quite a bit of sound design work um, some music for TV that was quite successful you know, professional work to whatever caliber you want to judge it, but professional in a sense that it was paid decent work for big companies and things. And I kind of thought, you know, maybe a little cocky at the time of, yeah, I know how to use a synth. Like I've used some software, like I can program a soft synth. And then I, you know, I did the same thing as everyone else. I was like, why won't my sound work through my envelope? 
And it's like, because the envelope doesn't process sound. You're like, well, it does on every other synth. And you're like, no, no, that's not what it's connected to. It, you, you, it just looks like it goes through the envelope on the end of that keyboard you've got. So, you know, uh -huh. all those kind of really silly things that we all look back on. And I've done all that. And there's still, there's a lot of really good people in the scene, users, performers, people making content like what you're doing, other people that make videos like I do and the manufacturers that, that's still a huge kind of driving factor um, for me. Yeah, you know, it, you're talking about like wondering when when it was going to run out, and I've I've been thinking about that a lot lately. This the, the idea of this show popped up in probably November of last year, and I sat on it for a few months, and I've talked. You know, you're like the 27th person I've talked to, I think. And then I'm, I'm, I'm having conversations like last night I was at Patchworks talking to Cindy and Rachel who worked there and I talked to them for like an hour and I'm still so excited to talk about all of this stuff, this, everything that revolves around this world. And uh, I don't know, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm really happy that I'm, I'm still having such a great time having these. Cause I think I was, you know, it, I had somebody ask me like, well, you're just going to have the same conversation over and over again. You're not going to really have a show. And it's no, it's every person is their own unique thing, you know, and, and yeah. you can you can learn so much from every conversation you've had. Yeah, um, absolutely. About, yeah, I mean, I'm not that into cameras and video gear that because it wasn't my thing. As I said, I had to borrow a camera from work. I had to learn how to work Premiere on a PC at work. Mm -hmm. I didn't. That wasn't my own. And but if someone said, "Oh man, will you come on and talk about making video demos from a technical point of view?" I would be happy to to a degree, not for the length of time that we'll talk about modular, but in that, because it's about me demoing the stuff I'm still passionate about, I'm happy to talk about it. Mm -hmm. If someone says, what lighting rig do you use? It's like, all right, well, these are the soft boxes that I've got, blah, 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 blah. And I, I'm interested because it's about that. If someone was, I'm a wedding photographer and I need to get a lot of light onto a model's face or whatever. Like I've, I've no interest in the gear from that point of view, but it's a <laughs> right, lot of right, similar yeah. gear, you know, the cam <laughs> tripods, lights, the whole works. That's not the world uh -huh. I come from, but any kind of related thing, like it's really reignited my kind of passion for pedals. I spent a long time gigging with a big pedal board, stripped it back to just a guitar and an amp and then using pedals with the modular stuff. I, like just completely reignited the kind of love of pedals um i'm kind of wondering like i i see these those worlds this is a whole other ta tangent yeah but i see those worlds possibly uniting soon yeah and um, speaking to a couple maybe of, more cv options on pedals yeah and, speaking to a couple of companies a, a lot i think of the pedal guys are interested in either making modules or some well you can't have a hybrid module and pedal you know we're not going to see a stomp box switch on a pedal on a, on a yararat module right. <laughs> but um yeah there's a lot of interest i think but there's a lot of parallels with it in in the patching and the signal flow and and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um but before we go down that rabbit hole i i, I definitely want to get to more of of this this is probably the biggest question that i've been mulling around in my head for you and it's it's I don't want to put you on the spot and we don't have to talk about it. We could edit it out or whatever, but I think it's interesting and kind of, uh, you know, just like how much pressure or, or maybe stress comes with kind of the, the level of influence that you have now in, 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 in the basically like in a market and in a, in a kind of a whole area of 
of making music. Like I'm, I'm really not trying to like aggrandize this at all, but it's, it's everybody knows who you are and most people go to your video when they want to buy a particular module yeah. to kind of see what they think of it. And I imagine that's very flattering and probably feels really cool at times. But I personally, with my, my anxiety depression combo that I've get genetically, that would probably also like affect me. And I'm just kind of wondering how do you, how, does it affect you? And if so, how and how do you deal with it? Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't want to skirt away from it. And just because I don't want to not mention it, we mentioned um, imagining that I only review things that I like. We'll come back to that because I don't want to avoid that question either. But yeah, the, the, okay. it's certainly flattering. I mean, it, it in terms of YouTube, my channel's very small, you know, in terms of stats and figures. But it still amazes me that I'm like thousands of people on here are interested in what I've got to say. And it amazes me that and the, I guess at one point, and maybe it was an, I don't know, it's an attention thing or what, because I was doing the sample thing and releasing music and doing bits of t- music for TV, Modular really quickly felt like something I, I could elevate myself in. When I got, started making videos, you know, once I, once I left school, you know, saying that I, at the school I work at, not leaving school, me going to school, um, at mm-hmm. 6.30 when that building shut, I would take files round to my friend's house who lived with his brother who had a PC that had Premiere on it so I could continue editing. So I'd go around as this kind of really <laughs> crappy friend of, man, fire the Xbox up, and as the three of us are taking it in turns to have a go, I'm going to get some video editing on the go in the back. So, uh-huh. But I did that because <laughs> it felt like I can elevate myself here. And, and that was a kind of, I don't know if it's like entrepreneurial drive or me seeking affirmation in some way or, or whatever it was, but it felt like I can I can start climbing the ladder here and and I think I can build something for myself. And it wasn't a financial thing. It may be just a, maybe I can get somewhere with this because releasing music and getting anything from it, financial or otherwise, is really difficult. Um I can I just I I don't know why I want I just want to interject really quick that that is so it's so nice to hear everything you just said cuz I I feel the exact same way that's kind of I spend so much time doing this and and the reason I was you know my reasons for doing this aren't clear and I think there's there are many but yeah I I feel ex- I feel exactly what you're feeling there yeah um, and, and it's it's and but in terms of the, yeah. the flattering aspect it, it's amazing I'm, I'm still or at least, maybe it's not humble to say that you're humble but I'm I'm always just consistently <laughs> kind of shy and flattered of I'm not necessarily a shy person but going to super booth and as soon as we stop hitting record because people are so politely waiting just to say hello they'll see the camera go down and, you know, maybe I'm doing a demo with Instro and I'm like, all right, cheers, Jason, for the video. I'll catch you later on and I'm moving on to the next booth to get another video with someone and someone in between has been stood watching me give the demo and they, they'll say something like, oh, man, I'm great, I got to see that live but I'm still going to watch the video back when you get home and you've edited it after the event and I just wanted to say hello, I really love what you're doing. And it... the amount of it's not to say that i hear that every day you know i I live in a part of england where not very much goes on it's it's nothing like that but there is this almost like strange element of celebrity to it um that has come up amongst other kind of creators if you like when i chat to those people and it's really flattering um 
there does there definitely does come um a level of anxiety and stress with it um and I, you know sometimes the the anxiety thing um is you know you start seeing more and more channels making content and i'm like yeah maybe this is my point to slow down like someone else is just trying to do what i'm doing and it's not to say that i've got such a unique thing that they're ripping off i mean anyone can point a camera directly at a piece of gear and just talk to a camera about it <laughs> it's a tried and tested method you know zach uh, zach from zvex has been doing that in his pedal demos just camera above the pedal someone playing some guitar into it and he talks about it and turns the knobs it, it's not i wasn't unique in that aspect at all but you know some people are doing stuff and then you know i think well i don't need to do that much if they're doing stuff or maybe i'll cover a module that someone else puts a video up of the same week and and i do feel a certain um maybe not depression but a certain kind of pessimistic view of oh well my video is not going to do well and then I, I start questioning myself of well what does that mean what is it what is your video doing well is it just the stats is it just literally the viewing figures and it isn't you know and you think about i i, I don't care and this is the conversation i have with a lot of companies of and again i don't mean it i really do hope no one thinks i'm just walking around with this huge head and a big ego but whether a video has twice the views of mine or not i know that there's an influence and a positive influence because that's the kind of comments that i get over people and i think that's what keeps spurring me on and kind of pulls me out of any element of anxiety around the whole thing um because you know i, I didn't set out to be a, a youtuber um and a bigger company banner me and other people that make content as influencers the the other day and, and, and you said someone with influence earlier that was never mm -hmm. really what i intended to do it's just kind of the byproduct of what's happened um well yeah and i think just going back what you just said a few minutes ago like you if you know that if, if a video has twice as many views as yours that it, I think with the internet and stuff like YouTube and, 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 you know, audience metrics and play counts and stuff like that, it, it, it muddles up kind of the whole, it muddles up the whole world. And as a creator, it really messes with your perception of, of what you're doing. And, and, and it is weird to start thinking about attributing those numbers to the, the quality of something that you've done or the, the, the impact that it has. And it, yeah, I don't know. You, you just kind of cleared something up in my head because I look at my stats, and if I have you know a couple hundred le less downloads, you know this week than last week, yeah. you know I start feeling like oh, and I'm like, well, what? Is, that doesn't mean anything. There's still, I have I have a pretty good amount of people that listen every week yeah. who enjoy the show, and that's well, that's ultimately why, why did I do this? Because I want to talk to interesting people, and if there are interested people out there, I want them to hear it. That's that's why I do it. Yeah. So it's. I it's weird to get kind of that, that weird part of your brain start. Well, I only had this amount, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I know it's good to hear that you have like a, a healthy perspective on it. And that's very important. And I think that's important to everybody out there who I know a lot of musicians listen, you check those band camp stats and you're like, Oh, I spent so much time on this and only X amount of people listen to it. Somebody listened to it. And if 10 people liked it, that's, you know yeah that is that's significant you know? yeah yeah and the, the stress element kind of comes from i'm i'm well aware that my content is what certain i don't know if it translates over to the u.s but a lot of people would say it's very dry it's kind of just technical mm -hmm. i'm not trying to put across any kind of character or anything over the top 
or you know it's not me on camera i'm not sitting there like yo youtube and just pushing out yeah. this. <laughs> you know there's this i watch a lot of content just out of interest and, and generally wanting to keep see things growing um about making content you know channels like video creators and talking about have a career on youtube and that's still not the entire goal of the thing um but i'm, I'm it, mm. it's you know something i subscribe to and the end of every video you know they've all got this tagline at the start of you know this exact same thing that they see say and they're always saying smash the like button and all this kind of over the top stuff and I don't, I don't, I mean, I've got the patter at the end. You know, I always say hit like, comment, subscribe, support me on Patreon. I've got the kind of little patter at the end that is just, mm-hmm. you, you constantly have to remind people to do those things. But um, I don't know, like my content's really quite dry and I'm well aware that personality does a lot better on YouTube in terms, if we're just talking about stats, a personality driven channel will do better generally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe some brands are into that as well but a, a really interesting way to look at it and again this isn't a, a pitch for people to go and support me there but taking Patreon just this idea of the crowd supporting you for doing what you're doing and that's a huge part of it you know I, I mentioned earlier financially being compensated for videos um, the, the fact that Patreon there's, there's a few hundred people there that that are willing to support me doing the public stuff and support me indulging in some little extra content for them. That's a big reason as to why I can still put as much time in. But the, that's, yeah. the number of that's them great. there is a really great measure, I feel, of, I don't know, the impact or the influence or the importance of what you're doing. Someone else, and again, I won't name names, but I'm in a few groups of with several kind of YouTubers in them and we all just discuss various stuff. Um you know, and it came up such and such just launched a Patreon a month ago and they've only got so many subscribers. That's not very good, is it? And, and they're a very general music tech channel. And they're like, you know, your, your numbers are a quarter of theirs on YouTube, but you've got five times the supporters on Patreon. It's like, well, I think that comes down to me still feeling very happy as part of the scene. And maybe that's where, where, the, where the stress dissipates that because people have been so kind of good to work with and they were really helpful in the beginning and the companies are so engaging and they're interesting people and people like yourself that want to talk to me and that produce content that I want to listen to that probably I think that pushes out some stress I think if I made you know if I just ran like a general music tech channel where I did some software stuff and maybe a pedal every now and then maybe a little bit of modular some keyboards I probably would just be in crippling stress all the time. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think... Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, Sorry. I don't ahead. know where I was going with that, but it, it can be stressful. In terms of the actual work, I don't feel much weight on my shoulders while I'm actually filming anything or editing. It doesn't... Mm-hmm. That's not kind of crippling in any way. Um do you ever feel like stress, like like you're beholden to the... like Not beholden, but... um. Do you ever feel stressed that you're, I'm representing this company and this is this person's livelihood and now I'm, I'm going to be representing it and kind of being, I know you're, you're not trying to sell anybody on it, um, but you're, you're definitely, you're definitely demonstrating and I know you're very well aware of your, your influence. Mm. So is, and, and if, if you don't think about that, I'm so sorry that if, if I planted that seed. <laughs> um, no, I'm aware of that and I'm well aware that a video is a sales vehicle, um, Again, that's not in any way how I would pitch it to a company or talk to them about it. But 
you know, it's it's me earning and, and being able to afford shopping and it's them being able to keep a roof over their head. I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, but I think it's a sales vehicle in that if they had a really well-written manual and some audio examples on SoundCloud, that would also be a sales vehicle. Um, so it's not like an ad campaign. It's not like, um, I don't know, some, some big promo salesy pitch thing. Um, so I guess because my mm-hmm. content isn't that, it takes a bit of that pressure off. Um, I do have conversations with some people where it's, I know that they've got into debt making this thing happen or that they owe people money or, and there is that, that then does give quite a bit of pressure of that's then when I hope that the video shifts modules. Um, Mm -hmm. And that it doesn't really influence the content, which, which probably is why I don't get too stressed with it. It would drive me insane if it did, if if I felt the pressure of man, this has to be a success for them uh-huh and and it does what's well, kind of tight sorry go ahead it, it, no no it's cool it, it does you know when when someone's telling me what they've really sunk into something sometimes it is a bit like oh man i hope people buy this thing <laughs> uh-huh. but it's always yeah. um it's always a thing of can i just present what this is for what it is without a sales pitch attached to it and are mm-hmm. is more are enough people interested in this guy and his ideas as opposed to how good of a video can I make at making sure this sells out at any given shop or whatever? Because, um, you know, you kind of, in the same way that early on, I think probably people were rooting for me going and being able to do this stuff and, and still are. You want the interesting people to do well. And, and mm-hmm. that rings really nicely back to the idea of only reviewing modules I like. Um, I've never turned away a video from me not liking it um now of course there are things that come out where i'm like oh man i've got to talk to him about that you know or or you leave an event like super booth and you're like yeah i need to make sure that happens Um, and maybe it's me Mm -hmm. that puts the first email out of man that looked really cool can can we do this together or can i do a video or can i just buy one if you're not interested um but no i've never because i just want to present it for what it is and i'll try and get the best out of it um, I think that's why they always come off as kind of positive. Um, well, they're not negative. I don't think I've ever made any like real downer video about anything, but it's only because... <laughs> well, yeah, you're consistent. Yeah, that that's like... my outlook on, on trying to do what I'm doing, I guess. Um, I do know other people have, have passed modules back because they've been like, I, you know, it just doesn't speak to me and I'm going to struggle to be positive about it. But mm-hmm. my mindset is, I don't have to be positive about it. I just have to tell you what it does, show you how it sounds, give you some examples. And if I'm kind of, there's a laugh or a positive groan or a, a raising pitch in my voice because I'm excited, then that just happens because it happens. It's not a calculated right. thing. So that there may be videos where I maybe sound more excited than others. Um, but I also think we don't get that much bad gear. Um Someone did say this the other day, like, you've never really said anything bad about anything. And I'm like, but what's bad about it? Like, take a, you know, pick a, pick a, vid, <laughs> pick a module out. And, and it's like, well, what could I say? You know, it's usually an obvious thing. Like, oh, well, this filter doesn't have a high pass mode. It's like, well, yeah, they, they don't say it does. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so what? So it's a bit like, oh man, I really wish this distortion also did whatever. And it's like, well, that's not how they've pitched it. So 
take it for what it is. I mean, I, stuff gets caught when I'm testing, and I'm just like, look, I don't think this is right. Um, and that that can be a, oh well, I've just ordered a hundred boards. This is going to cost me a lot of money. But it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, that's my feedback. That's the whole point of testing. Um, but nothing. I've never worked with anyone that isn't open at that early stage to any kind of criticism and likewise for me i'll make follow-up videos if i if if a if a manufacturer comes back to me and says you should have shown off this feature well first i'm a little bit pissed off they didn't tell me because i always say to everyone look yeah if you have any specific cool patches that people are going to get excited about me included tell me because you know let's work together on this if they're going to pay for a video I want to present it and do what I do, but if they're like, look, this key feature is really special or this circuit took a long time to design, I make sure you show this off. Then they can have some influence over the video. That's totally fine. Um, and there's only been a couple of occasions where they're like, oh, just meant to say that if you'd have done what you did in the video but then rooted some kind of modulation in this way, this would have happened. And I try it and I'm like, that is the whole, there's only our module that does that. Why didn't you tell me? And I'll make a follow-up. Yeah. I'll just be like, right, well, I'm going to have to make another little video or something. I, I feel like I then have to share it. It's like, I don't know. if <laughs> it, it feels like that, that kind of stuff should really fall on the manufacturer, though. Like if they're, like you said, if there's something specific, that's on them to, to make you privy to that. So Yeah, and it, you know, know, a lot of um, them, I, I'm not getting into bashing, bashing them at all. They're, they're a lot of good people. But, yeah. you know, when there's no manual and there's literally nothing and just my ideas i don't have every idea and my circuit knowledge isn't amazing so if i'm told that oh well i've swapped out these transistors for whatever and it gets this this response is now better i'm not an engineer mm-hmm. so it, it, <laughs> so i can, you no one should presume i'm going to know that <laughs> um, yeah but yeah that, that i mean i don't know i guess because at the minute i'm off work because it's summer working in schools mm-hmm. and college that it's very little stress really because i've got time to do it i can That's i can awesome. spread myself out for a month but yeah th- there is a certain amount of stress There's, it's mainly the stress i put on myself though wanting to keep up the schedule that i kind of have you know multiple videos every week that's the stress. Yeah. That's what really well and that and that's that kind of what keeps a creative going i think also is like you know there there's a level of of I don't know, like stress and anxiety that that's like, oh, like, oh, I, I need a, I need an episode ready by midday Sunday to release on Monday. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I, it, it I think I, if I didn't have deadlines and, and you didn't have a need for producing more content, you would definitely, I don't know that uh, that was a really stupid thing to say. I was going to, and you wouldn't <laughs> do it. Um, obviously, but I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's easier just to, yeah. If it isn't, I guess that's the, well, the burden and the the good thing to come of the the channel growing as it has and, and as, as it continues to, that that I have to keep making content. <laughs> um, I yeah. mean, I could stop. Yeah. I could stop if I wanted. You know, if it was a case of I was unhappy, I would stop. But um, like you said, there's enough drive in that for it to keep going, and it, it pushes past the stress. The the kind of elation that I feel when I get to the point of hitting render in Final Cut. 
<laughs> and then and then again another little slight boost when it goes from my hard drive to youtube and i can see it and it's going to take an hour to upload and i can go downstairs and make a drink or put my feet up or whatever mm-hmm. um, yeah it's, it's all these little ups <laughs> and downs of the editing's a pain in the ass um but yeah but um yeah by the time you get up to share it and the greatest thing is when a manufacturer says oh man you patched that up in a way i've never heard my module sound like that before that oh that yeah that's got to feel good that and again that doesn't happen all the time and that it's not to say that i make the greatest patches but that that happens quite a bit and then that's a huge i I try and bring that back to mind or or, or, you know a nice comment from a user that's got something out of the video someone on um, Mm -hmm. one of my patreon supporters at the minute um is wanting to just send me a load of free gear um because they're just so happy with how I've helped them get into modules, just like, man, I just want to give you all this stuff. You can use it. I don't want it back. And, and that's just crazy. And, and I, I told him I don't want all this stuff, but but you, you would, a few of those really nice nuggets, I think keep it, well, I don't know. I, it, it could make, you know, it could grow some massive, re- ridiculous ego, but it, it keeps me really kind of grounded, I guess. Um, yeah, it sounds like you got a good, a good. You're grounded and have a good, uh, realistic, and um, you know, self-aware perspective of your situation. And you know, like I, I wondered about that before we started talking. I was like, is this guy gonna be too cool for school or something? But I, I mean, I didn't think you would because that doesn't come across in your videos. But I think you actually reached out to me, like bef- when the show was like two episodes old. Yeah, I think like, so. Like the fact that. The fact that you were talking to me when I had two episodes out and, you know, 10 Twitter followers, that, <laughs> that was just, that was such a cool feeling to be like, holy fuck, dude, like Div Kid's talking to me right now. And I remember telling my, one of my close friends that, and he's like, holy shit, really? And I'm like, yeah, so I don't know. So thank you. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> but um, it's just this one and- of, <laughs> just to put in, like, I just want the scene to keep growing and people like yourself and, and others that we've, we've mentioned either by name or not that I want that to keep going. And if we can all support each other, that's the, that is the best thing for the whole modular scene, whatever anyone's doing in it, whether you are someone that's just tinkering on electronics or whatever, I think we all get so much out of it and so much enjoyment. And I, I still enjoy it. If I've got, you know, if I've time this evening, baby's in bed, maybe my partner's watching some TV I don't like, and I, I've got an hour, I'll come and turn the modular on and I'll play around. Mm-hmm. It's not it's yep. not staring at work. I mean, once the lights and the camera go on, it, it it's work. I've got stuff to do. But when I can come and just play on it, that's the enjoyment. Um, I had a manufacturer say the other day, because a friend of theirs mentioned their products, and I was like, just tell them I get in touch. And he was like, oh, I didn't realise I could just send you a message somewhere. And it's like, well... Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm online a, a lot, you know, and with bits of stuff editing and rendering and all that kind of thing. I'm in and out of Facebook and Twitter and everything a lot. I, I hope mm-hmm. anyone feels like they can get hold of me. I mean, someone that's never spoken to me, I, I can see why. And I felt like this getting into it, like, why would they want to talk to me? Like, this guy's got thousands of posts on Muff Wiggler and he seems to know, like, how everything works or, or you know, why would he care what stupid question I've got to ask him? But I found the same thing, that people were really supportive. Um, and he's chatting with Milo Melodies recently, and I think he said as the the kind of analogy of more and more people getting into stuff that um, 
the water rising is good for all of us or something. I've really butchered the quote there, but we will all benefit <laughs> from more good things happening. Right. It is the general. And gist. I get this. I, I listen to his show and I, I, I watch his videos as well. And, um, I get the same, I get the same kind of vibe from him that he's just, he's enthusiastic and he just wants to see it succeed. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I think going back to what you were just saying that, about how you still enjoy it and, I think that's great. Let's let's enjoy it right now. Um, let's give you uh, a chance to 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 play with your uh, play with your setup. Okay. I'm gonna draw some adjectives and nouns for you. And if before we get into this, if there's anything kind of one final word you want to have on any of this, I don't want to rob that from you. No. Okay. So if this is the end of um, us talking, well, nothing more to say about any of that. Really, I'm I'm open to anyone that wants to get in touch and chat. Um, obviously bear in mind if I don't get in touch or reply that quickly that things are really busy my end because I like to just keep that way um, but yeah I mean any of this stuff I'm happy to talk about any of it if people wish um, but yeah give me some um, really awkward stuff to work with let's see what comes out <laughs> yeah I just replenished everything so we're going to see what happens here alright your adjective is uh <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> Bellicose. Oh, I don't even know what that which, means. I know. There was a few submissions that I had to... Uh, I actually looked it up and wrote it on the back. Uh, willingness to fight. Aggression or willingness to fight. Okay. okay. So not yet fighting, but they're ready to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're ready to go. Okay. And your noun is... I hope it's something funny like camel or llama or something. <laughs> Um, let's see here. They stick together sometimes. Oh my God. Kitten. <laughs> so a kitten that's ready to fight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just a real aggressive kitten that's ready to throw down at any moment. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's 15 minutes uh, for me to try and, uh, yeah. all right. Module is empty. Yeah. yeah. I, I should say, um, I'm going to film this. Um, and I'll, I'll put a timer in the video, so it'll be a true 15 minutes. Um, and we can rip it to shreds at the end if it's terrible. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it at the end and, and just uh, walk walk through it or whatever. So Cool. All right. Well, I'll get to patching. Right on. I'm just going to go grab a, a drink, but I, I will be I will be here floating in and out. So Yeah, I'll leave this chat going. It will take me more than 15 minutes to get set up, but um, I'll just come back and, and say hello again when I'm when I'm done. Okay, guys, here's another demo that I made the other night at my parents' house while we were there getting the yard ready for the wedding. Uh, sorry for the lack of explanation, but I can assure you that recovery effects and AI synthesis had a lot to do with how it sounds. Um, and don't forget about recovery effects uh, discount code. Enter PodMod20 at checkout on their online store and get 20% off of any of those modules. So, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy this weird thing that you're about to hear.
is how did those words inspire you? Because it, it seems to work differently with everybody. They kind of take a different cue and how they how they interpret the words and, and how they try to bring them into sound. And and I realize these are this is a really ridiculous drawing. So <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I I, I kind of set myself up to fail before I even knew what we were doing. So I I didn't. I thought it would be tricky. Um. Well, yeah, I didn't know what bellicose meant. So that was the first thing you explaining that. Um. The ready to fight thing just i kind of thought well distortion pent up anger without just being overly aggressive that kind of you know meaning ready to fight as opposed mm-hmm. to actually fighting and then kitten in contrast i kind of thought something high-pitched squeaky maybe a bit kind of quirky but maybe slightly <laughs> annoying <laughs> um i did think i need some sort of just like high-pitched thing that just sits there which didn't really happen um you i stupidly in the heat of the moment was i i've got some sense set up on the mixer and i was patching sounding and i just kept thinking why is that layer now clipping every time i just put another channel into the mix and it was just because the send was turned up so i had like four four or five minutes of just troubleshooting my own idiocy Uh, (laughs) um yeah it's it's kind i guess it's 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 very kittenless but um yeah, I thought if I run some FM in some bit crushing and some distortion and try and get some sort of aggressive drums, that kind of takes me there. Uh, Kitten I really struggled with. Um, if it was something else, Kitten, I could have just gone for like ambient sound bed and a little high-pitched delicate uh-huh. melody or something, um, which I'd have probably, in that situation, would have just... Because it's in 15 minutes, I, I wouldn't have tried to compose a melody. I think I'd have gone for the Turing machine or Tuesday or just let some kind of algorithmic random thing give me a, a melody and I'd have just put it in a major mm-hmm. key or something like that in the quantizer. Um, but it's, it, yeah, I, I don't think I've succeeded <laughs> <laughs> particularly. It, I guess it's kind of ready to fight. The, the, there's some aggression in there. Well, but, it's hard. Um, it's really hard to take, you know, it's hard to take words and, and especially without like any vocal element to this kind of music, you know, it's, mm. it's, I mean, and, and also I, I really don't want you to feel like you fail or, or feel self-conscious about it because you did just get 15 <laughs> minutes. No, no, it's, it's... The drawing gods were not that kind to you. Uh, we had Walker Farrell on recently and he, he kind of got a, a pretty good softball sent to him as far as the drawing went. So you know, oh, sometimes, okay, cool. sometimes that happens and sometimes they're, they're a little more difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tricky, but it's, yeah, there's no hiding it. It's like I mentioned earlier about those earlier videos I did kind of being, you know, almost like you're embarrassed of that first <laughs> performance you ever do or that, that first album you write or, you know, it, it's kind of you put yourself in that situation. I think what I did, that's maybe why I find it less interesting, I think I tried to very quickly make music, just like, right, I need some sort of beat, some sort of riff, melody, bass line, whatever it is without really adding we were talking about intent early earlier there wasn't enough intent at the start of the 15 minutes so i find you know halfway through i'd kind of got to where i got to um instead of what i thought i was going to do when we'd set up doing the show of really painfully going into little minute details that i really wanted to get out and not making anything because i've just spent too much time on the kind of background that seems to be more typical that from what I've from the conversations I've had after people 
get to their 15 minutes. It's, it seems to be, they spend more time on something like that. And it seems, yeah. So you kind of did the opposite. I will say that so far, most people, they're all, most of the patches kind of fall into an, an ambient kind of thing. So it, it'll be interesting to hear, you know, you putting some, some musical intent to it. Like I think a lot of people bypass that cause they're like, Oh, I don't, you know, I don't have the time to do that. So, you know, we, we'll give you some gold star stickers it, for for attempting that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it might not be musical though. I tried, but it might not be. I mean, the audience is the ultimate judge of that. But um, yeah, I mean, there's beats, there's a riff, there's some sound. Um, well, hopefully there's <laughs> there's got to be some sound for it to exist, unless we get into the whole John yeah. Cage a bit. But um, in this context, I yeah. couldn't give you silence. Um, and I, there's some aggression in there, um, but it's. It could try harder next time. I think. I well, with myself. the aggression, with the, <laughs> the nature of the word, it's kind of like it's kind of like ready to burst aggression. So it's not quite there yet. So that might work. Yeah, I wanted to filter it. Yeah, I've tried to with a log pass gate to make this fuzzy, messy, distorted haze <laughs> a, a somehow restrained thing, like an angry kitten in a box. The, the lid's just starting to come loose. Um, that's good image. Um, but, it's, but it's also not very kitten-like, well, so that's a, a so bad the first image to episode, try and paint as well. I did the first, the first patch because I, I kind of did just like an intro episode to the whole the whole thing, and I got yeah. I forgot what it was something donkey, and I just spent all my time trying to make a donkey sound with a, a sweeping filter, and I didn't quite get there, and I was like, I spent way too much time trying to make a donkey, so. <laughs> I did think I should try and do a meow, like a high-pitched meow. Um, but then I thought, no, nah, that's, that's, that's too... too con- Maybe it did need that explicit contrast and I didn't do it. It's a really interesting challenge. I like those. Um, the first person I saw do any kind of patch from scratch, which is a bit of a buzz title now, I think. But um, it was Ch- uh, Felix from Tuesday Night Machines had a patch in 10 minutes kind of uh-huh. patch from scratch thing. Um, at least he was the first one to title it that i'm sure it's yeah. existed for a while but it's a really good exercise um it's like the free module challenge thing that i was really pushing um for well still am and did it at a recent event it's definitely i'm going to explore it some more and maybe i've been thinking of doing a patch from scratch thing it's just time that's kept me from it but having just been forced to do effectively that just no cables case turned on 15 minutes um it's yeah. interesting and it's. I think it. The beauty of it is that it's fifteen minutes. So if it's if you don't like the end result at all, and there's nothing to take from it, you don't feel like you've wasted an evening. Yeah, exactly. Which, <laughs> which for me can still happen. You spend an evening chasing something. Oh my god! And it goes nowhere, and then you're so frustrated. You're like, I could have just sat and done nothing downstairs. I could have put the computer on. I could have yeah. seen family, friends, but I stayed in to do this, and literally nothing happened. I do that when but, I'm trying to make that like the ad demos for the show, and that's like, <laughs> oh, I got to work on the podcast tonight, and I'll work on it for two hours. And I'm like, I didn't come up with anything good enough to where I'm going to try and like tell somebody about somebody else's module you know like fuck <laughs> i failed <laughs> yeah but 15 minutes is like well all right i'll, I'll have another go later and it's, it's so little time that that doesn't matter but it is enough time i think that you know if i do it a bit more and and, and maybe get a bit of an, a better arrangement what i should have done is pull out um 
either the case I took to Deershed to demo modular to kids because that's very quick in its its um, layout and modules, or even just take the ambient case out that I did the yoga thing on and try and everything would have been to hand. Then I was I don't have long enough cables stretching across cases and stuff, <laughs> which is a bit awkward. But if I yeah, a bit more preparation and, and try it a few more times, I think you could lead to interesting stuff as well, though. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's I, enough time for both. It doesn't matter if you throw it away, but it's enough that something might come of it mm -hmm. a, a little musical idea or just a sound or a patch that you come back to or that you leave set up for the next day or something right yeah well tom, tom hall was on recently and his his patch he, he said he was working with like this particular like sequence that he'd kind of been working on with that um with these orthogonal devices and he said he hadn't quite yeah. got there and he said during his making of the patch for the show, he he kind of found what he wanted out of it. So that was cool. I, that that was like a, a neat little thing that came out of it. So yeah, I found an interesting chain um, FM mode on a digital oscillator, little bit of bit crusher with some like step modulation um, into a reverb that's fully wet, then into a low pass gate. So it's all just really smeared, but you can hear you still hear the sequence. And it's kind of a bit drenched and washy, but it's been tightened up by the low pass gate. And then it's kind of, yeah, it's a, I think I'll explore it more. I don't think I'm just going to pull it down. Well, yeah. And, and if you do, and you, if you come out with something that you, that you like more, you know, that could be an interesting thing to be like, here's my 15 minute version. And then here's what happened when I kind of got to tone it in more. That could be an interesting play on it. The 15 more minute version. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I did film it. So I'll put, I mean, it, it might not be interesting. I might just dump it on Patreon, but I'll, I'll put something together for it. Certainly to lead people to this show, which is an irrelevant thing to say if they're already listening to us talking. <laughs> but um, to do that, but also just to document it, I do think it's a really interesting idea. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I'd love to see it. And, and I, I would love to kind of, because I'm experimenting with trying to get some content on YouTube. So, um, you know, it'd just be, it'd just be cool to kind of maybe experiment about what I, cause I feel, I feel like this is like a, a kind of an, an inherently, uh, interesting thing for people who are interested, interested in modular to see people that they, they know and, 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 and like their, what, you know, whatever artistic thing they do and, and see them work under the pressure and everything. I don't know. I think, I think it could be interesting. Yeah, and it's good to put yourself out there. I feel like I do it enough with the videos anyway, but anyway, but the the kind of pressure of man, people are gonna hate this. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do care if people are like this is terrible, but I'm I'm also at this point I, I guess comfy enough for it to be bad. Be willing for it not to be great all the time. Mm -hmm. Um that's the magic of the editing in the stuff that I normally do. But, yeah. Um, well, I also like to say, you know, like listener, keep in mind they had there was a time limit and they didn't get to do whatever they want because they were randomly given work. So you know there are constraints on it to where if it comes out to where it's not totally satisfying to you as an artist, like I don't think anybody in their right mind could could hold your feet to that fire too hard. Yeah, it's a, I, I, people should try it. I think do a completely blind, make something in 15 minutes, which maybe is harder because there's no rule set. Maybe the, the modular is too vast, an open kind of palette to do something with without any intention thrown at it. Mm -hmm. So you maybe have to go away, come up with an intention, and then just kind of do it. But also doing it around that words or a theme. Um, yeah, and if you, you guys want to make when your... Uh -huh. when, when the pressure's on. Totally. I, I think you... There's a lot to take from it. And if you audience members have your own bellicose kit and you want to show us, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> That's actually something I've been thinking about is in inviting the audience to make the 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 patch from the from the week's episode. 
So maybe maybe this will be the first time I put that call to action. But I would love to. I would love to if you want to send it or do a quick little Instagram video or something. That that could be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. If people certainly at and hashtag um, the show, if they can, you know, maybe just have a little roundup would be cool. Yeah. You know, from last week's show, here's just five minutes of clips of other people put online. Oh, yeah, like a bonus um, episode or something. That, yeah, that could be really cool. Yeah, you could do a bonus, or it could even be the intro or the outro to the next show. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, that's a really good idea. I like that. You know, last week, Ben had to do this. Um, five other people had to go online, and here's their versions. What do you think? Um, it's a nice kind of call to action. Yeah, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna it. do that, and I will credit you, and it's on record.
Well, cool. Ben, I can't thank you enough. We, I mean, we did, we just did over two hours and it, it flew by the, the first hour. I was like, I haven't asked him any of my questions. Um, and I, yeah. And just to speak to like, with how candid you are, I have to be candid and say that I was not shooting for a two parter with you. I wasn't trying to, to milk the div kid episode thing at all. It just naturally happened. And, and, and I really appreciate you taking the time to, to do that. No, I'd, I'd love it. I like a lot of, um, well, I go on a lot in my own live streams and make a lot of long content as, aside from the demos, but I do like a lot of content like that. And um, I'd, I'd certainly love to have you on some stuff as well. Yeah. And to, well, I'm inviting myself back to come back at another time or. <laughs> oh, I think absolutely. Next, yeah. If, if at a, obviously, I don't mean the next episode, but um, <laughs> later in the future, maybe try and we'll pin me down beforehand on a specific topic or something. Yeah, a huge thanks for asking me to come on. And, um, yeah, and you're welcome. Just to reiterate what I said earlier, that um, if anyone ever wants to chat about anything, um, just find me a message. Um, I, I know that those that watch my content and know me don't feel like that, but it's, I guess it's easy to when you're getting into it to look and think, oh, well, yeah, this guy just kind of runs this channel. He's not going to want to talk to me. As I said, I felt like that. Mm -hmm. just getting into the scene and no one's going to want to listen to my stupid questions because I can't make my VCA work. <laughs> or, you know, to ask away, that's really the beauty of it for me, the whole scene and the people in it. Yeah, and um, I'm just going to, I'm going to throw that on top as well and say, uh, I know, I know I have a lot of listeners out there and I hear from some of you, um, I'd love to hear from more of you. So yeah, that goes for me too. I, you know, anything you want to ask or, or, or suggest or anything, I'm open to it. Yeah. And one very last little thing on that. Um, I find, and I enjoy it when people make little group messages on like Twitter or Facebook. So if there's anything for both of us, that is quite an, I like it when people do that. Like, Hey, I've been talking to such and such about this. I wanted to ask you as well. Can we all just chat in an email or I like having these, you know, two or three people in a thread bouncing off something where we've all got questions and ideas. That's cool as well. Yeah. That would be super um, cool. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Great. Cool. Well, well, um, I'll, I'll stop going off on down <laughs> rabbit holes and, and we'll, we'll wrap, wrap up. And there you have it. Our two week div kid extravaganza comes to a conclusion uh thanks again ben that was a lot of fun um i just want to remind you guys that self-center records has a new ep by lemon jaya out and there's also a couple of new goodies from the modular on the spot concert series here in seattle uh two cassettes um so yeah go to selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com to check those out as always, uh, thank you to our sponsors, Recovery Effects and AI Synthesis. And also, thank you to you Patreon subscribers. Um, if you would like to help out, go to patreon.com forward slash modular modcast. Yeah, so uh, I'll leave you with this uh, little, little ditty that I'm calling Mellow Aliens. Just a little something I made the other night. And uh, until next week. <laughs>